Welcome to the Brains Magazine podcast, a podcast with in-depth interviews and conversations with world-class entrepreneurs, expert coaches, industry leaders, and international celebrities. Get exclusive insight into the world of business, mindset, leadership, and lifestyle with your host, Mark Sefton. want to welcome you to this episode of the Brains Magazine podcast and uh, I'm absolutely loving all the variety and the diversity of different guests that we've been interviewing this year. Even this morning I was looking over all the people that we've interviewed and uh, it's uh, quite a list and we're close to hitting 40 guests uh, this year alone on the Brains Magazine podcast and today we're going to be speaking with Martina Boss. Martina is an investor a social entrepreneur and a business consultant with an effective sales team to scale businesses. So this one is going to be super fun. I have a feeling. Martina, how are you? Thank you so much. I'm super excited about this uh, podcast and thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor to be your guest and I'm absolutely excited. <laughs> me too. I I always love actually when I have the opportunity when when it lands in my inbox that this is the next guest we're going to profile have a conversation with them. Always fascinated by human behavior, why people do what they do, their backstory. Uh, can I draw something out of their mind that I can put into my own life and and can I, you know, glean as much from you so that our listener is enriched because for me like everything, whether it's business, writing an article, doing a podcast, the most important is is the listener, it's the consumer, it's the customer. Uh, and if we can get better at asking the the, the right questions uh, and articulate those answers in such a way, then it really does make for a fascinating podcast. So I'm sure you're going to be a cat with the cream with this one, uh, Martina. Looking forward to it. Thank you so much. Okay, so I really want to know from you, Martina, from the get-go, you know, what do you love about growing and scaling businesses? What is it about that entity that you just love? Oh, my God. The best feeling in the world is seeing my clients actually see the results. Like sometimes we we don't believe that something is possible until it's happened. Like... And seeing my clients doing the steps and actually getting this freedom, their you know financial goals, and of course the f- goals that can be achieved because the uh, financial goals, it's absolutely amazing. It's it's probably something similar like you have on your podcast. These people become like your almost family members, right? They celebrating with you uh, your birthday. They just, you know, become closer to you because you're literally helping them achieving their dreams. And it's such a fulfilling seeing them just being happy people, you know. That's that's the most exciting in my in my job. Yeah, I think I think getting results for others is really gratifying. You know, it's one thing to achieve results for yourself. To achieve results for others, I really feel that that's kind of like the second step of leadership. But, you know, the first step is your ability to lead self, which is your ability to get your own results. And then the first step of leadership is actually then teaching other people how to get the results for themselves. So I can totally relate why that would be so like rewarding. It's awesome, isn't it, to actually help people? 
Yeah, that's true. That's absolutely amazing. Also, in my early 20s, I have my goals, like, you know, financial goals, traveling goals, family goals, and all that stuff. But the moment I started teaching authors and helping them, I realized that's exactly what makes me happy. It was what fulfilled me and helping others actually getting also your life on the next level. Because every time we're working with clients, they also bringing new energy to our life. They bring in the ex I'm working with experts. So I'm immediately getting expert in different, uh, you know, different um, uh, areas of my life. I'm working with coaches, consultants, business owners, people, you know, in on leadership positions. So it's not that only my clients benefit, but also I have a lot of benefits working with them because it's like always win-win situation. They always teach me. They always share a lot of stuff from their business. So it's absolutely amazing. And I believe every time we're sharing with someone, this is something that helps us become a better person. Mm, very true. And you said you started in your 20s. I, I think you still look like you're in your 20s. <laughs> Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm in the mid-30s. <laughs> Martina, what is the most effective way to, to grow and build a business? Oh, actually, the number one thing is building meaningful relationship and building your network. And I'm not talking about saying hi to hundreds of people on the networking event, but actually meet three people and really get that conversation on the level that get to know them better. I believe I achieved my success only because people that I met. Every time I met someone who understand what I'm looking for, what kind of uh, people I need for my team, for my businesses, what kind of investor I'm looking for, these people, if they didn't work for me at this time, they know someone who can help me achieve my goals and actually uh, get me to this next level with my businesses, help me, you know, set up new partnerships so i always believe that actually network is the number one thing and the second thing is who we are <laughs> like if we really get this work on ourselves and get this journey not only outside of us like going on the gym and wake up at 5 a.m but actually getting this connection with our higher selves we're looking for our soul set for our health set and just actually understand who we are and why we're on this planet not only because collecting more money and getting you know more followers but actually who we really are and why we came to this world is actually the most beneficial because the more you love and understand who you are and who you can help is actually attract you to the right people. And then even building networking and just, you know, getting to know new people, you can immediately get to the point that they can understand you. Like you can immediately get what you want and these people also can benefit from that. So it's so important to be like self-conscious, you know, <laughs> and this way, if you work the same level on yourself and on your networking, that's the fastest way to achieve the success and just wherever you want in this life. Yeah, I think you were saying like, don't just like have a superficial kind of connection with people. Did you say that you like focus on like three people? Is that something that you do that you focus intentionally on developing a relationship with with three people? Uh, it's not, that was just an example, but okay. you know, sometimes we met people when we go on the event or like, you know, our friend's birthday party and 
there are people who love to talk like you know for 100 people and just get the handshake with everyone and collecting like business cards but is that make any sense right it's not about how many people you know but actually how influential these people can be on your life i'm always looking for people and making connection with people who can you know teach me something new and i think if I believe if you have this, like, you know, you're open-minded and you want to, you know, connect with people, you should focus on really meaningful relationships. And maybe you don't have, you don't need for your business, like hundred thousand or million followers, but actually if hundred or thousand people who really know what you do and how you can help them become your, you know, friends, then they can become your clients. That might be more value. So I said that three people, because uh, if you go for one hour meeting to have like proper conversation is better to focus on less people, but actually, you know, get to know them better and not like trying to give your business cards for hundreds or 200 people. That's, you know, mistake I'm seeing more often. I met so many interesting people, but they just, you know, say, hi, let's, let's exchange the business card and they run for like, you know, meet other people. But if we connect with right people, they can really help us, you know, with our businesses and our goals. Yeah, I'm glad that, I'm glad that you shared that because I was interested, though, because like there was a time when I would intentionally focus on on meeting two new people a week as a great way just to expand my network. So when you said three, I, I was kind of curious a little bit about that, but. Yeah, I, I love the fact that it is really about being intentional. Uh, it's not about like spreading a big fishnet. Like it's not about quantity. It's about quality. I wanted to ask you, Martina, why do you believe people focus so much time on marketing and sales uh, instead of solving problems? Oh, because it's easy. <laughs> Everyone is teaching that. Um Solving, like people sometimes love to talk about other people, you know, they love gossiping and they love this stuff. And the main reason is because they don't want to see mistakes that they're making, right? So they start gossiping. And it's same with the business. Like it's so easy to dive into thing and just, you know, posting on social media and just you know, commenting on the other people, um, you know, content instead of, you know, get the real problem and actually find the real solution because it might take months. It might take years to really provide something that is not like copy-paste strategy, right? Mm. And people, like we naturally avoid hard work, right? People <laughs> naturally... Like most people are not really lazy, right? Some people said, okay, I don't going to be lazy. I'm going to wake up early. I'm going to put the work. I'm going to focus on like, you know, the most important stuff. But let's face it, like most people try to look for the shortcuts and they don't want to work 20 years to have consistent, uh, you know, profit during their business. They don't want to even hear or try to imagine they need to work like 10 or 15 years. They're looking for the idea like someone tell them, hey, in two years, you can make like seven figures or like, you know, in next two months, you will make 100K easily. And they started believing in that because it's just so easy to believe that something like this existing rather than put the work and really try to look for a solution, make so many failures on the way and be disappointed 
people don't want to face this feeling. So they immediately focus on the simplest thing. That's why we don't have that many good solutions on the market. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we have a lot of people screaming and showing their marketing tricks and tactics instead of providing the real value for other people and real solutions, right? Mm. How how do you think that we can solve problems better then? Is it is it really by being conscious and actually being willing to kind of accept feedback and listen to what people are actually saying? Yes, exactly. Because when someone we need to face uh, problems that our audience have. And the best way to actually dive into these problems is first overcome these problems by ourselves. So for example, I went through bankruptcy with multiple six-figure debts and I figure out the system, how to get out, how to pay off debts and how to rebuild my business again. So I have to learn new skill set. I have to face my failure and actually be saying to myself, hi, you made a mistake. Don't try to ever make the same mistake and learn from this, right? Um, so it's really important to also later on, once we overcome, like if we lose a weight, if we like, you know, uh, achieve certain things in the business, if we, wherever we create or overcome later, when we go to the market, we should find a people who's struggling with similar problem. And then through our experience, we should create something that help them even better and faster solve this problem. And especially because we have this experience, we can help them better and serve them on a higher level. Um, but for some reason, I, f- I found with some of my clients, even people have like 10, 15 years of experience in business, they came to me and they say, hey, Martina, I have, I've built a business, but I hate it. I want to become a coach, consultant, whatever. I don't want to do what I've done for the last 15 years. It's not that attractive to me. It's boring. I don't think people want to learn something like that. Just help me create something new. And I always try to help these people understand that their experience is the biggest value that they, because they can really like honestly help with people with the same thing, even if it's like not attractive because whatever we do for money and like for living usually become like pretty boring, even like running, you know, YouTube channel or having a Facebook stream is super exciting in the beginning. But once we figure out how many hours we need to spend on the setup, uh, how hard it is to build a Facebook group and just, you know, engage with the audience and create all the certain things, it's like regular nine to five job plus extra hours, Mm -hmm. then it's not that fun anymore. So we need to really also be consistent and conscious about our choices and try as many things as possible. The more we try, the more, the faster we figure out. For sure, yeah. On you're in the business of scaling and and growing businesses. How how do we go about creating a high value offer uh, and building systems which will grow and scale? How do we do that? Oh, definitely. The first thing we shouldn't have this mindset that we have to do everything by ourselves. And it sounds horrible, especially for solopreneurs, because they always said, how am I hire someone if I don't have money to pay for myself, right? But if you always gonna, we have these things from our houses, like we were taught that we need to work hard and we need to sacrifice everything. And in many culture, it's actually really cool that you're struggling, that you're poor, because it looks like you are honest, a good person, right? And many people have this limiting beliefs or the wrong mindset about the money. If you become rich, if your life become easy and like pleasure that you might be not be uh, honest or 
great person. So it's a lot of mindset work. But once we have this mindset and allow ourselves to make more money and be really successful in business and having free time as well, it's it's so important. I've always fighting for my free time. And that was number one goal in my early 20s to have a lot of free time and traveling and enjoying the life. So the high value offer is really something that we should base on our experience. I know people love looking for programs where they can get the knowledge how to become someone new, how to become someone more cool. But actually, we should appreciate it and be conscious about our experience and how we can monetize it. Because first of all, years of experience or our achievements, we can easily help others. And once we know how we can help others, uh, we can create a program. And the best way to actually monetize your experience is try to get your experience or challenge and create like five to maximum seven steps program. If you can create something simple and tell the person, hey, you are in the point A and I was there like five years ago. And now you want to be in the point B, where I am now. So you have to do one, two, three, four, five. And if you follow the steps, you will get success, right? And during this work with the first, second, 10th client, we should always improve our offer. And this is super important and crucial step because that offer might change. And that's happened with my offer. I've been doing a lot of consultancy work, helping people, get running and growing businesses but i found almost every cl my clients hate sales they hate sales so much they were able to pay crazy amount of money on marketing crazy amount of money on ads just to don't handle any sales and at some point i say hey actually i can i love selling i can do this with my team and i started selling for my clients and we ch completely changed business model where my consultancy is only on the first step and then we literally selling, pre-qualifying, onboarding clients for our clients. And they're just so happy because they don't have to handle this biggest struggle. But I only develop this offer and I figure out this during work with my clients. I needed to find what they really hate, what they struggle, what they were willing to pay. And that's our high value offer. But we need to make this work. It's not something that you can purchase 997 and get this from the course and someone give it to you. That's you have to figure out by yourself. Mm. What do you think some of the obstacles and challenges are to scaling a business? Oh, the, the number one thing is a mindset. Uh, and the second thing is chef of everything officer. People love to control their businesses on each and every level. And once they really learn how to be the real CEO, and it's sometimes really scary. Uh, and especially for people on mid-level businesses going to like six-figure months uh, or even seven-figure months, that's scary because they need to lose a little bit of control what their people are doing and create like management leadership position level in their organization and just focus on providing value. And this way, once they create divisions for certain areas of their business, they can literally get on the next level where their business start growing. Because it's not possible to generate leads and like, you know, closing the sales at the same time serving for the clients. It's just physically not possible. We don't have 24 seven uh, just for work, right? So it's important to really managing this time in a proper way and understand 
where our position as the CEO is and invest in the team. If you learn that your team is actually not something that costs you money, but something that you're investing in order to grow and hiring professionals, um, it's really important because many people who are growing, they really want to understand that having the team is really crucial for their success. So these people have to really be on the level that they can serve for the clients and provide the same level of value that we're teaching. And it's it's just important. And many people try to cut costs by not hiring the best people and trying to hiring assistants, mid-level managers. And I saw that's the biggest that's a really big struggle for many businesses, but actually having more qualified people who can get this management decision and important decision for business grow, it's really supporting the business. And this is where business are growing and helping. Also creating systems, like every process in the business at some point should be super easy to implement. So if we're getting new people, if we're, uh, hiring new team members, they should be well known um, as someone that is a part of the company and the culture that is created. We need to remember that not people on the lowest position, but people actually on the highest position create this culture uh, in the company. So it's it's really really important to understand and make this clear for people what our values are, what we're going to provide, and maximum focus on results for the clients because also that's something that can save uh, hundreds of a thousand dollars for all our listeners if you create really high value offer and if you provide results for your clients you might not need even ads you might not need even marketing because your clients brings you every satisfied clients bring you two extra clients and then they will bring more and more clients. And that's how I've built my business. I don't need to advertise my business anymore because clients are so happy that they, you know, share with their friends and they recommend me literally for free. And if you want to make this even faster for grow your business, you can offer like five or 10% fee for re- recommendations. So they even, they're willing more recommend your services. And that's the fastest way to grow business. Yeah, I'm glad that you you obviously mindset for me everything obviously starts in the mind and how how well you program and tune your mind is, is key. But I also love the fact that you talked about kind of getting out of your own way and how I've always seen it is is people always refer to like their business or their startup as like a baby. And and for many it is, but the problem is it's just like a baby. Once that baby hits 10 years old. Um, it no longer can be treated uh, and held like a baby. It needs to be allowed to grow uh, and expand and and make its own risk, which you, which is what I think that you're kind of really getting at there is sometimes we have to allow it to to evolve and grow and bring other people in as well that can help develop and, and bring it new experience, right? Yeah, exactly. I I love how you call this baby. (laughs) I I believe like three years old is like, you know, the baby steps, but later we should really dive into the people on the management leadership position and just give them, you know, 
if you're hiring talented people, you should give them some, you know, ability to make this decision and just being more in the CEO position and actually being this real executive, not real, not actually being everywhere and trying to controlling everywhere. That's why it's so important what I mentioned before to actually working on our self-development and don't bring in our <laughs> traumas or our like, you know, past um our past to the business it, it's so important to um also not be that uh attached with business it's not really who we are right mm. it's it's part of our life but it's it's not if your business fail it doesn't mean you're failure right if if your business success it doesn't mean you're extremely successful uh, person right people love this statements but actually we need to remember that business are it's about people so that's where our main focus should be, not about our perfect websites or our perfect social media. <laughs> mm, very true. Now, you're an investor, Martina. What has been the greatest investment you've made in both yourself and in business? Oh, the best investment I ever made was absolutely the higher masterclasses uh with people that are on higher level than that i am uh and learning from them it's it doesn't matter how i spend i always get like 10 times return of the investment and i always recommend get for people get this even they feel like this is raised they just starting they just sometimes need to get some loans it's always paid off it's Everything what is about life coaching, mindset, therapy, hypnotherapy, I, I, I can, you know, go and on. It's just absolutely amazing because always help us connect with our higher self and just get someone's point of view because they always give you the feedback and they spend years, sometimes crazy amount of time on this specific area. So it's it's really beneficial. Also reading books. Oh my gosh, I am such a fan of a smart book. That's like the ROI from books, like thousand X, right? Um, when it comes to business, oh, it's going to be real estate. There is nothing, nothing that goes like as real estate. And last year I transitioned my real estate investment into Airbnb and that's even better investment. So truly recommended. Isn't that funny? Like, cause even though we live in like, the technology age and, and we have the accessibility through the internet um bricks and mortar still still reigns yeah yeah <laughs> it's definitely interesting now we talked a little bit uh, about mindset so my final question to you before we find out more about where people can find out more about you martina and anything else that you've got burning maybe that we haven't covered but how, how do we wake up uh, a growth mindset because for me that's come through throughout this interview like mindset the importance of developing yourself and then out of that is really where our greatest opportunities come so how, how do we wake it up oh there is so many things to wake up growth mindset and my absolutely favorite one is like having time for prayers in the morning and it doesn't have to be like you need to be religious. If you're not, you can just meditate, but spend this time with yourself. And especially if you're a parent, you might value this time and learn how to wake up earlier than your family <laughs> before it's always happening. And it just really think about 
if you're what your goals are, if you really, if that's really what you want from life and what you can do this day to get closer to your goals. It's not that complicated. If we get like this high advanced uh, mindset technique, it's just five minutes just being with yourself, just praying, connect. And that's something I cannot live without anymore. And another thing is journaling. And journaling I get from uh, from the artist way, the amazing book. Uh, if you truly recommend Julie Cameron, uh, so you're just waking up and writing three pages. That's important. That needs to be three pages. And you're journaling about your thoughts, how you feel. And this amazing connection with your higher self and yourself just helping you make the amazing level of clarity. That's absolutely something that helped me a lot. I can say like it's as, as effective as <laughs> five-figure uh, masterclasses. So if you want to start working on yourself, three pages in the morning might be absolutely a goldmine for you. And in the first days might be really challenging, but after a few days, it's so naturally you're writing about your emotions, you're writing about your feelings and you can literally have this time. So if you can wake up before your family and babies wake up, that's that's the two, the most important thing <laughs> to wake up your growth mindset. Beautiful. And there's that number three again. I, th I think three must be uh, your lucky number. Oh, the three. Yeah. So let's uh, let's uh, go further. Yeah. So we can like, you know, uh, exercise and just having this uh, intention, uh, journaling, planners, everything that help us set up the day. I just I would not recommend maybe doing like 100 things in the morning in the morning routine. That might be a little bit overwhelming. I prefer one step at a time. That's why I choose my best. <laughs> mm. uh, but uh, definitely we should read, we should um, we should journaling, we should read in the morning and praying, connect with soul set, doing something for our health set. It's also crucial to feel like, you know, amazing during the day. <laughs> Brilliant. Martina, how do people find out more about you and uh, your work? Oh, definitely. I they're more than welcome to join my Facebook group, um, the High Ticket Sales Club. Uh, we recently changed the name. I've made future branding because originally I've been serving moms, but we are open for everyone right now. I don't want to <laughs> disqualify anyone just because they don't parent but, or they just, you know, uh, just women or men. Uh, so the Facebook group is the best place to meet. Uh, we are going to also launch a free coaching where people can ask a question. We're starting next Wednesday and that will be the best place to, you know, just if someone has any questions regarding growing and scaling business, that's the best place to catch me. <laughs> Beautiful. Martina, thank you so much for joining me on the Brains uh, Magazine podcast today. That was pleasure. Thank you so much for having me and I'm looking forward to listen to more of your podcast. Thank you. Thank you for joining this episode with me, Max Sefton. I hope you've really enjoyed it. Feel free to leave us a positive review on iTunes and I look forward to welcoming you back to the next episode of the Brains Magazine podcast.